right, everybody. You guys are tuning in for another episode of Public Node podcast with your good friends here online, Sam Connor. I'm here with Stefan Schneider, co-founder of CoinVest, a very exciting platform that we're going to share with you guys. But before I get into it, let me go ahead and uh, give you my brief introduction of Public Node. In case you are not aware, Public Node is a nonprofit organization led by you, the Stellar community, working together to support the open and inclusive Stellar network. And with that, let's go ahead and give a round of applause for Stefan. Stefan, how you doing, man? How you doing today? <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you being on the show, Sam. I always like to start off the show because we are Stellar Global. You know, we're, we're all over the globe and you guys are, are not the exception there. I know CoinQuest is headquartered in Hong Kong, as you mentioned, but you have a global team. So uh, give a shout out, man. Where are some of your team members uh, located? Yeah, yeah. We're pretty global from day one. So you're right. We incorporated in Hong Kong. That was a while ago. It has reasons. Um, we can talk about that later. Um, our team members are based in Turkey. That is where Marcin is located at the moment. I'm based in Germany, in Cologne. And we have staff or team members in, uh, in Poland and in Taiwan. In addition to that, we are um, in the process of incorporating another entity in Estonia, in Europe as well. Shout out to Turkey. I know we have a lot of strong Stellar members that are out there in Turkey. Yep. Shout out to Amir out there on Stellar Global. So uh, first off, congratulations. Uh, you guys won the fourth round of the Stellar Community Fund. And according to my notes, by the largest margin to date, how was your overall experience working with the SCF? Yeah, yeah, thank you, Sam. Um, yeah, it, it was absolutely great um, in general. So for my opinion, I think that SEF is a very good platform to foster projects that build on Stellar. And for CoinQuest, I think we especially appreciated the community feedback, which is uh, always very helpful in an early stage for, for a startup to, to get as much opinions and feedback as possible. In addition, we were able to generate a good amount of awareness in the peer group and maybe a little bit beyond. And of course, the funding we received helped us stretch the runway quite a bit. That's great. So anybody out there that is working on a platform, uh, they got a great idea, make sure to check out the SCF. I guess living proof right here that it does work. Moving on a little bit, you know, prior to CoinVest, can you share the audience a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. I got about 17 years of experience in uh, building and uh, running digital business models. I have worked in digital marketing agencies, in financial institutions, and prior also co-founded B2B startup in Asia. Mm. And that was also at a time when I lived for about 10 years in Taiwan and the greater China area. And also that happened where I got to meet Marcin. So tell us a little bit about your experience in Taiwan. That's interesting. 10 years, huh? How was that experience? Oh, it, it was awesome. I mean, Taiwan is a fantastic country. Um, we were basically based in Taipei and um, I'm kind of a natural guy. So I like to go outdoors and you basically have the rainforest. You can go hiking there. Then you have the coastline. You can do surfing and end up paddleboarding and stuff like that, go to the beaches. So it is fantastic. And then, of course, you have the, the vibe of the Asian cities. It's, it's a very great mix of living there. Yeah. Man, it sounds beautiful. How, how did that impact your decision to incorporate in Hong Kong? Um, well, that happened because in those days, both Marcin and me, we already had own companies and did own projects. Some of them were incorporated in Hong Kong already. So basically, we had accountants there, we had the two go guys, 
and we just knew the processes and it was the easiest and uh, less time consuming for us just to go that route. So going back to the CoinVest, how long have you guys been been around, incorporated? We started CoinQuest roughly in the beginning of 2018. Initially, we took a good time to build a, a very solid product. And that means we only went live about six months ago. It definitely shows. And we'll spend some time going into all the detail that you guys brought to the table. So in particular, what would you say motivated you and Marcin's uh, to start building this platform? Well, I think it was back in 2016 when uh, Marcin um, actually wanted to accept Bitcoin payments uh, in one of his uh, online businesses and couldn't find a tool that satisfied him. Um, so he did a lot of research and couldn't find a good one. And then ultimately he approached me and said, hey, come on, let's build one. We, said, or we thought, okay, the least that can happen is that we learn a lot about blockchain. And that's how it started, basically. There was a market demand, another good solution, plus the willingness uh, to learn a lot about blockchain. And yeah, there we went. And what proved to be a better learning ex experience than uh, learning by doing. So what problem is CoinQuest looking to solve in particular? I think if we have to sum it up, then it's most probably basically that CoinQuest solves the hassles or uncertainties of accepting crypto payments for merchants. And that comes down to a couple of points. First of all, CoinQuest removes actually the currency volatility risk for the merchant. That means if a merchant sells a t-shirt for 20 US dollars on their shop, and a customer wants to pay in Bitcoin, the merchant will actually receive 20 US dollars. That's a big guarantee for the merchant and very important. In addition to that, CoinQuest makes crypto payments tax compliant for merchants. So that uh, the accountants, they have all the information they need, especially we connect customer data with payments and product data and thereby implement the travel rule. So in, in general, we provide reports that might uh, make the life of accountants and uh, a lot easier, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, probably one more is CoinQuest provides a quick off-ramping of uh, received sales revenues into the bank account of the merchant, which is, of course, very important for the merchant and the merchant's cash flow because merchants, they don't need or want to hold Bitcoin in a wallet, but they need uh, real cash in their bank account for operations. So um, we offer a really smooth a ramp of process here. And um, also from a technical perspective, we try to make uh, integrations as easy as possible through various ways. We provide API integration or through user interface or um, offering several shopping cart plugins. Yeah, but uh, let me add one more thing. I think at this point, uh, I think there's not only a problem to solve, but there's also an upside to the business. So I think what merchants actually have a chance to do if they use CoinQuest is that uh, they can tap into new target groups. I think about tech-savvy people or millennials that grow up with everything digital, in, uh, including money, right? Research, for example, has shown that people who pay with crypto, they also have higher order values. And if you look at the cost side of the business, uh, merchants actually have zero chargeback risks. They control refunds mm. themselves. And additionally, transaction fees are much lower. That's huge. You know, me and you had a chance to chat about just sort of the overall, I guess, state of the economy, the global economy right now. And things have changed. And, you know, what you just hit on, I think it's important for our listeners to understand is that what you're saying is, is that if let's say you're in a in a community right now where your sales are being affected, maybe because of walkthrough traffic by utilizing CoinQuest, 
you can leverage into a completely different market, another country even, and take advantage of those opportunities. So that's exciting. And for a very inexpensive way. <laughs> that is true. Yes. <laughs> you know, let's talk about Stellar. You know, you guys could have used any blockchain out there. What are some of the ways that CoinQuest leverages Stellar? In a sense, CoinQuest uses the Stellar network in uh, the very fundamental way it was originally designed for. So that means basically we take uh, digital currencies that exist on other blockchains, load them onto the Stellar network and convert them via the SDEX into fiat tokens. And eventually the merchant takes them off the network and into their bank account. Now, you made that sound very, very like nonchalant. But <laughs> let me peel this back for everybody listening right now. Because that was that was big. You made it seem like it was nothing. All right. So let's peel it back for everybody. So you guys use anchors, correct? That is right. Yes. You guys use anchors. That's how everybody ties in. All right. And so let's go. How does the Stellar Decentralized Exchange play a role on the platform? Well, how about we make an, um, a real use example, usage example. Let's do it. A customer wants to buy a T-shirt on an online shop and then walks through all the steps that basically happen. All right. So let's set it up. All right. So me, I'm, I'm a regular user. All right. I go to the site. You're selling a T-shirt that I want. The merchant is offering CoinQuest on their site as a payment option. So this could be like on a website, you know, they have PayPal and then you have CoinQuest as an option, right? Nice and clean. Exactly. I want to purchase my items with Ethereum, let's say. Do I need to go exchange my Ethereum on an exchange? Let's say go to Binance and sell it for XLM and then come back and then transfer it into CoinQuest to buy my T-shirt? Or how does it work? Very good question. But to answer no, that is not the case. There is no exchange needed. It's very simple. The user simply sends native Ethereum from their wallet of choice to a native Ethereum address and waits until the payment is confirmed. That's it. So, and if, we, it. if we translate that into an example, uh, what you mentioned before, um, buying a T-shirt. So let's assume there's a web shop and sells a T-shirt for 20 euros. A customer wants to buy it and pay in Ethereum. The customer clicks the CoinQuest payment method on the web shop and the respective amounts for Bitcoin, Ethereum, Stellar Lumens, Litecoin and Ripple are displayed. And this happens in real time as we query the Aztecs and the, the conversion rates there. In the next step, the customer picks the Ethereum payment option and it displays a native Ethereum address. And this is actually all the customer needs to make the payment from their wallet, an address and the price in Ethereum. Once the confirmation of the payment is confirmed, basically, the customer gets directed to the thank you page of merchant. So what happens behind the scenes is actually that CoinQuest queries real-time conversion rates from the Aztecs. We obtain a native Ethereum address from the Ethereum anchor. We actually monitor the Ethereum account on the blockchain and then re receive the Ethereum tokens on the Stellar network from the anchor and uh, credit them in the euro amount to the merchant. <laughs> <laughs> and all this is happening real time. Exactly, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys have just stepped into the future. So, <laughs> so I can go from my Exodus wallet and send it to CoinQuest. I'm going over this because this just blows my mind. I'm sure there's somebody else at home listening to this as well. I want to make sure I'm clear. So from my Exodus wallet, I'm sending it through CoinQuest. CoinQuest is utilizing the Stellar Dex, the anchors, 
everything, as you said, the intended purpose of Stellar, all in real time to convert it into the currency that the merchant wants. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. That is it. That is it. So I, got, I had a question. One of the things um, in going through some of the notes is in utilizing path payments. You noted that you use a heavy use of strict receive and the new strict send payment path payment operations. Mm -hmm. I was a little bit confused on that and, and wanted to, I guess, get an understanding of what you meant. Uh, basically, path payments are essentially currency conversions. That, that's how you have to think about it, right? I have some currency, but want another. And then Stellar calculates the lowest possible cost for that conversion and returns the most economic path by specifying intermediate currencies for that exchange. For example, converting from Bitcoin to Euro might be most economic when first converting the Bitcoin to US dollars and then to Stellar Lumens and finally to Euro. The path in this case would be Bitcoin to US dollars to Stellar Lumens to Euro. And uh, Stellar automatically identifies the most economic path which can be utilized in the path payment operation on the network. And um, talking about uh, a strict receive and strict send, it basically only refers to whether you want to specify your source or target amount for the transaction. That's basically it. Okay. Wow. Let's go on to the merchant side, right? And so I got a shop. I just want to make money. I'm not a, <laughs> I just want to make money. I want to go <laughs> ahead and I'm selling. I don't want to understand about exchange rates, currencies, Bitcoin. I don't care how they send it to me. I just want the money. Yep. So from a merchant side, they receive all these digital funds in a working day. Can you walk us through that from their end? And then also, if you can kind of touch on, you know, a concern that I have, you know, every day you wake up, you see the, the price of Bitcoin or Ether can go up or down without even thinking about it, right? It's the reason yep. why I don't trade. I, I don't have time to sit there and, and time in and outs all day of what to do. From a, a business standpoint, you're working all day. I don't want to think about, oh, let me pause and convert this Ethereum into mm -hmm. US dollars and into my bank account. Can you explain a little bit, I guess, from the merchant side to help them understand? First and foremost, I think our guarantee or CoinQuest's guarantee to the merchant is that they always receive the sales price for their goods, not less and not more. Right, that's what I mentioned before. It's like basically you have a product price of 20 US dollars, you will receive 20 US dollars. And mm. um, we are basically taking care of the risk. And the way we do it is um, we try to mitigate the currency fluctuation risk by the way that we add a slippage fee of 1.5% onto the sales price, which is carried by the customer. So this is a okay. fee, an additional fee, which goes into a community pool. If the market is in our favor, between the time of payment and the time of confirmation of the payment. Because in this time, basically, you have a risk of volatility, right? And that's what we try to absorb. Or in the case that the market drops, during this period, uh, we cover the difference from the community pool. And this is basically the guarantee we're speaking out. Okay, and so the confirmation, what you're stating is, I send Ethereum and it takes an hour for the <laughs> Ethereum to settle on that end. That's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. That, exactly. During this period of time, uh, all the volatility of the currency that happens is basically covered by the community pool. Yeah. Okay, man, that's, that's really innovative. When you say that, okay, the merchant gets the 20 US dollars, how do they then take that money from their screen into their bank account? Uh, right. So basically uh, what happens with all mm -hmm. the sales revenue that the merchant generates through, throughout the business day, 
and they specify the settlement currency as US dollars, they will receive as US dollar tokens in their CoinQuest merchant account, right? So let's say at the end of the day, they have generated a revenue of 1,000 US dollars and uh, want to withdraw it into the bank account. For this scenario, we basically provide a UI or also API where the merchant basically defines how much money he wants to withdraw. In this case, 1,000 US dollar. He defines the target account, bank account, and just initiates the withdrawal. And then basically at this point, um, the fiat anchor on the withdrawal side comes into the game. Um, in this case, for US dollars, it would be US anchor. They would be the responsive party or responsible party to transfer the amounts into the bank account of the merchant. All right, so I got another question for you. Because I'm obviously thinking about how to use this, right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is really uh, Sam's show, figuring out how to make money selling stuff online with CoinQuest. All right. Sorry, guys. Anyways, um, so one thing that comes to mind also is that there is a lot of compliance regulations that a merchant will have to pay attention to. You're dealing with cryptocurrencies. And I want to stay on the good graces of all authorities and do the right thing. And so this can be overbearing for small shops. Once again, this is even the reason why I don't trade because it's, you know, all the going in and outs, it's overwhelming to try to keep mm -hmm. track of. So what tools does CoinQuest offer for the mom and pop shop that's trying to utilize it to overcome that barrier? Yeah, we, we, we once in a while, we talk about one of our, at the beginning of, the, of our conversation, we talk about basically that we are offering merchants tools to be tax compliant. And basically, when we talk about being compliant, then that's what we mean. We mean being tax compliant for the merchant with the local authority. That means making it clear where payments come from, from which customers, which products were sold or connected with this payment, etc., resulting in very detailed kind of tax documentation that makes them tax compliant yeah, with their regulations. Apart from that, we had conversations with potential clients and merchants that say they are not ready yet to accept crypto payments because they are worried that their bank will actually close their account because they will receive funds from a crypto exchange. This is something which is beyond our scope at the moment and, and more a question of a, of a working regulatory framework. I, I don't think this is something we can solve right now, but this is where yeah, probably politics and parties like that have to step in. Yeah. You know, I know that uh, recently here in the States, you know, we're, we've been seeing some good movement. I know that, you know, Kraken, for instance, just was designated as a bank. Mm. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll see a lot more of that continue. I know that there's been a lot of words about banks being able to work with stable coins. And so, you know, hopefully that will continue to, to expand and we'll see that there's also a lot of synergy. What I like too, is that the more I talk to different projects, there's a lot of synergies of professionals like yourself. Like I spoke with uh, Rodko of Bitbond the mm -hmm. other day mm. and you know, I think that it's great when we have people like yourself and others that are doing the responsible thing. You guys are representing us out there. And so hopefully that would help get a lot of these things kind of moving forward and cleared. Yeah, I totally agree. I think additionally, what we can do from our side and what we are also doing is, and that is one of the reasons why you're incorporating in, in Estonia as well, is that we are in the process of obtaining a, a European crypto license issued by the Estonian financial authorities. 
And uh, also exactly what you just mentioned, basically to add credibility to the business which we are doing, which again will be absorbed by, by merchants and probably make it for them more easy to interact or to engage with us. Yeah. But it's a process, I guess. Great. Yeah. We all appreciate what you guys are doing out there because uh, like I said, you're fighting the good fight. I want to touch back on something there because I think talking about pleasing regulators and all the uh, gatekeepers is some of the key features that CoinQuest offers to manage customers. You know, you talked about knowing your customers. What are some of those tools? Can you just kind of go over that briefly with us? If you talk about customer management, it's the actually creating transparency for the merchant to understand where the crypto payments are coming from. Each charge or check out what basically a customer does on a merchant's website is connected with customer data if the merchant wants it. And in most cases, they, they do that. So they can basically identify, okay, basic customer data, where do they come from, what is their email address, their, their correspondence address, if there is something happening with payment or the delivery or the product itself, there's a direct contact channel. So basically bring together customer data, payment data, and product sales data, that is the interface we offer to the merchant. Another on customers, I mean, it, it kind of ties in, but doesn't really tie in. <laughs> but, you know, just in dealing with customers, going back to running a, a business and selling stuff online, how do you guys handle refunds? Because, you know, that's something that it seems almost impossible to deal with when dealing with cryptocurrencies and whatnot. Do, do you guys have a tool to help with that in any way? Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's probably also part of the customer management. Our um, UI or API offers endpoints on a, uh, an interface to deal with refunds. Um, the, the merchant can do that in the account itself. So they can actually offer full refunds or partial refunds back to the customer through API or UI. Wow. Okay. You guys really seem to cover a lot of bases. You guys have put a lot of work in. Going back to what you said earlier, you guys got together maybe four years ago and it's just coming out. I wish more people put that sort of thought and energy into it. And I hope everyone listening sees the, the hard work you guys have done. Going back, so one of the biggest things, I know uh, Danelle talks about this a lot, is ease of use, right? We're never going to get mass adoption uh, until it becomes easy for the average person that's not on crypto Twitter <laughs> to use these products. So going back to the mom and pop shop that's, you know, maybe heard of crypto and, you know, they're curious about using it to expand into new markets, as we talked about but they don't know much about coding, if anything. Have you guys thought about that? Are there tools that you offer for them to start incorporating CoinQuest into their offering? Mm -hmm. Well, yes, there is. Although I have to say that so far our focus has, to, has been more like merchants with a deeper developer focus, but um, we totally are aware basically that not everybody is um, at this point. And the longer we are actually now live and in talking to clients and doing business development, the more we also understand about the needs of the market. And well, yes. So to answer your question, we offer a, a tool of functionality and um, it's basically a method where merchants or like owners of mom and pop stores can request payments through the web interface um, by basically generating a charge. That means they would in the UI specify product details, they would specify a price, probably connect it with a, with a customer if they have the customer data. And that would generate a checkout URL which they could directly send to a client by email. They could embed it into invoices or they could even show it as a QR code uh, at the point of sale to the client who could then scan it and make a payment. 
That's great that you guys um, really thought about that because I, I think that that's going to truly help with your global expansion. You know, uh, one thing I noticed is that you guys have integrated into Shopify. That's really interesting. I know a lot of people use Shopify to easily set up their online shops. Can you share a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, integrating into Shopify is just part of marketing or expansion strategy, right? We, we have a couple of other shopping cart plugins. And then obviously Shopify is on the map, map as well. We have developed uh, a process here um, where we allow merchants on Shopify to accept Bitcoin or Ethereum or Stellar Lumens or Ripple or Litecoin payments through Shopify. And yeah, we, I think it's just an additional tool which we need to offer uh, to merchants. What are some of the other e-commerce sites and plugins or extensions that CoinQuest has integrated? Yeah, so that would be um, WordPress, uh, WooCommerce, and Magento. Nice. One quick question as you were talking about the different currencies that you use. You mentioned Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, XRP, and XLM. Now, when we talk about XLM for the audience listening, that means basically any asset that's on XLM, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay, so anything that's anchored to the Stellar network, that's kind of incorporated into into that, correct? Yeah, what exactly do you mean with that? Do you have an example? So like, for instance, so let's say on the Stellar network, I have a, a peso anchor that's on the Stellar network. Okay, could I use that as currency on the CoinQuest uh, integration? Yeah, sure. Basically, the way it works is CoinQuest is built in a modular way, right? So mm -hmm. as soon as any new anchor, be it crypto or fiat, is coming onto the market, we can integrate with them. And uh, actually, we are currently, besides uh, our partners of Kauri and Tempo Crypto, we are also uh, in the process of working together with Anchor, ARS and um, N-Tokens. Okay. So basically, that's how it works. Basically, whenever there are there are new anchors coming in, um, yeah, we just try to get a, a business connection there and then figure out the processes. But it's a pretty straightforward thing here. Yeah. Can you talk? To, you know, talking about that, you know, how do you guys bring on new anchors? Do you guys have a vetting process as you bring on anchors? In terms of a vetting process, there are obviously a, a couple of things we look at. Um, it's one thing is like how is the market? What how much liquidity is basically um, on the market, and how big is the spread? There needs to be um, a reliability because obviously you never know three years later if you have will you get back assets or not, right? I think, yeah, this is a very crucial process, uh, vetting anchors. And from my personal perspective, I think it would be very beneficial if there would be a little bit of more a competition among anchors so that they boost each other and uh, probably platforms like we have also more choices and to be more on a probably like mitigate risks a little bit on this side. Good, 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 good. I'm glad you're pouring that out. I think that that is a, a great point you added. So just to wrap things up, man, we, we had a great conversation. For the listeners at home, how can they sign up? They want to go ahead and use CoinQuest. They're convinced to go ahead and add it into their portfolio. How can they sign up and start using CoinQuest to sell their products today? Very nice question. I think just go to www.coinquest.com. On the top right, you will find the sign up button. Sign up, leave your account, master data there, and just try to utilize the platform, right? Um, if you have a little bit of technical knowledge, use one of the shopping cart plugins. It's very simple. The easiest way to check out our functionality is to request a payment through the UI. That's what I mentioned before. Type in some dummy data like a T-shirt for one euro, generate a checkout URL, 
open it in another browser tab and see basically how the checkout hosted page looks like, make the payment and get your money back into your account. And uh, that's a very smooth process and, uh, and a way to figure mm-hmm. out the full functionality of the CoinPass platform. Oh, that's great. That's great. And for everybody listening, it's www.coinqvest.com. Stefan, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, I really walked away with a lot of great information, man. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it a lot. Thanks. Awesome. All right, guys, this is another episode. Make sure to check out coinquest.com and start making money in other markets. Signing off.